0: Hi everybody, welcome. We have a wonderful episode for you today. We are with two incredibly special people. Stay tuned.
1: Welcome to another episode of Friday PM. We're so happy that you can join us. If you're a new watcher, welcome, welcome. We're so happy that you found us and we hope that you can take this Friday PM journey with us where you can be blessed and encouraged. So welcome. For our regular viewers, welcome back. Good to see you. Get comfortable because you're in for a special treat today. Well Charlene and I, my wife Charlene and I, are joined by very special friends of ours as you heard and Their names are Pastor Abe and Lil Diffin. and uh, we've known them for quite a few years I think. We go back quite a while with you. I think we do, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And um, we're in West Yorkshire in Bradford and we're in a great location as well in their church. It's called Axe Church Bradford. So if you're near the Bradford area this is a great church to come to. If you just happen to join us and you Within a 50-mile radius, this is a great church to come to. Um, so the details are on there if you want to follow their ministry, pray for them, or even come to their church um, if you need fellowship. So uh, we're excited to have you.
0: And shall I tell them a bit more about who they are? Well, I would rather ask you, Pastor Lowell, if you could... <laughs> tell us who you are, because I, I'm not going to do justice. Uh, <laughs> tell us about what, yourself. <laughs> firstly, it's an incredible honour to be in this place. Yes. Uh, and please tell us why.
2: <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you so much for the invitation. And it is good to see you again. First of all, who am I? I am a child of the Most High God. Amen. And that is the most important thing. Amen. But this building, uh, it was... Um, over 100 years ago now when uh, Smith Wigglesworth was here and uh, he is my great grandfather. And uh, he came back from an overseas trip, found that the, the doors were locked. The building didn't belong to them at that time. I think it may have belonged to the council actually and things were changing. And, uh, and so he had to walk away and we had the privilege of coming here in November of 2019. We stood on those steps outside that blue door, 100 years exactly, and, and we were allowed to reopen this church. I do have to say that we came here in 2013, myself and my two sisters. We heard that there were there was a couple in Bradford, Brian and Catherine Holland, who did what they called Wigglesworth's tours. And so I called my sisters and I said, why don't we go? So we, we were here in England visiting my mom and dad. And so we did this tour with Brian and Catherine and we came to the doors here. They were chained, locked, the gate was locked. Nobody was using the building at that time. Nobody was allowed in. And of course we prayed as many others we've heard since have prayed that those chains would be broken and that the doors would be opened. And then in 2017, the owner of this building did allow a pastor to open the church and they invited me to come and we opened the church. But then in 2019, he called and he said, I'm not well, I'm giving the church back. He had gone to see the owner of the building and the owner said, I will not allow the church to continue unless a relative of Smith Wigglesworth will come and open the church. Wow. And so we felt, Abe and I, that that was uh, a call to us. We had, we had no qualms about it. We, we felt this was something that God was asking us to do. Um, It was interesting because we went to the the church board and our our son Peter is the uh, senior pastor there. And we told him what had happened. And Peter said, Mom and Dad, England is not on our radar. (laughs) And that was like the end of the story until a couple of weeks later, he went down uh, to the Cape, to Port Elizabeth, I think it was, or was it East London? one of them, yes there was a conference and a prophet stood up and he said, Pastor Peter, God says, don't close your ears to England. Mm. And the next day, another prophet stood up who was not in the first meeting. And he said, Pastor Peter, God says, do not turn a deaf ear to England. And he immediately phoned us, Peter phoned us, and he said, Mom and Dad, you're going to England.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now he was telling you. It's you're always good, England. you know, to have your
2: church board on your side. <laughs> so, so we came officially on the 1st of January in 2020 and, and we reopened this church. We started decorating actually in December, right over Christmas, uh, we had people in here uh, they kindly worked and they decorated, they fixed up the building, it was really broken, you can imagine, after so long. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and you know, God has just been here because uh, Grandpa Wigglesworth, he, he wasn't so well known in his day, it would seem, but books have been written about him, uh, he did travel, a lot around the world in the, for those days, um, and, but, but he's become really well known since, um, as people have testified to uh, healings that happened that have lasted, miracles that have happened that people can testify to. And so when, when people, when news kind of traveled around that this building was being opened, they were so excited and we've had a lot of visitors coming in. Pastors and evangelists and and people, and uh, and even in this area, it's so interesting because I was crossing the road one day and some people called me, and they said, "What is it behind those blue doors?" Because busloads of people come, <laughs> and they want they look up these blue doors and they stare at these blue doors. What's behind those blue doors? So What an opportunity we had to tell them and. Um, and one day we went to the, the corner, the sweet shop here on the corner, it's a, it's a curry den. And, uh, and I was standing there and a lady came in and, uh, and the gentleman at the counter, he said to this lady, do you know who this is pointing to me? She said, I've got no idea. Well, I knew she'd say that. <laughs> and he said, this is Smith Wigglesworth's great granddaughter. And she says, well, who's that? He says, don't you know? The man who raised the dead, opened blind eyes, made deaf ears hear. Don't you know about this man, this Smith Wigglesworth from Bradford? And and so I thought, here's this man.
1: (laughs) Unannounced. He's he's,
2: he's preaching for me. He's preaching for me. Yes. What? So so here, um, although it is a very Asian uh, community, they are so kind to us. They're so open to us. They're so mm. welcoming to us. Wow.
1: Look, can I? I just want to reiterate quickly. So, their son, Peter Diffin, Pastor Peter Diffin, he has uh, a church now that he's pastoring in Midrand, but he's overseeing now many churches that Axe Church will be starting in South Africa and in many countries around the world. And uh, he was in Vinesong for six years, I think, yeah. being an engineer and learned on the road and did, yeah. Many things, <laughs> great things for God in the ministry of Iron Song in many different nations. And they went into Eastern Europe, they went behind the Iron Curtain. He always says this was a great school for him. Yes. So, Abe, just a quick question for you. So now you guys are in comfortable, warm, sunny South Africa. Life is good, you're serving the Lord. And was this a bit of a shock? Here you come to Bradford. I mean, as you can hear on the recordings, we're in a neighborhood here that is not. It's not the nice side of the tracks, is it? (laughs) It's rough and it's loud and people from all walks of life, not Christians, may I say, most of them. So, Abe, just a quick question. I mean, was it easy? Was it easy to adhere to the call? Well, in many
3: ways, uh, it was uh, refreshing at our age to be called into ministry again. (laughs) Not that we had ever given up because I was involved in lots of missions. Um, and uh, church planting uh, and in later years just uh, helping communities drilling boreholes, doing gardens for people, helping com- church communities to feed themselves. So I was active in all that and um, supporting obviously the church in Midrand where Peter is and um, it was for us it was so exciting to see what God was doing in South Africa. So coming here was um, a refreshing challenge <laughs> to be honest um, and it takes some uh, getting used to just the uh, the spiritual atmosphere which is so different in the UK uh, and, uh, and also the, um, the climate which is rather uh, shocking. <laughs> getting used to the cold weather is, is not easy but uh, we, we are really excited see God doing something. In fact, we had a prayer meeting last night. All our intercessors were together and I was just saying to the folk, um, Bradford's starting to take hold of my heart. Uh, And, you know, I'm starting to get to know the people and the Yorkshire people and, um, yeah, we're happy to be here, but we're also incredibly blessed. Uh, to be part of what we believe God is going to do in the end times. Mm. We believe God's going to really stir something in the United Kingdom. Amen. And that's, that's our burning passion, Amen. is to see a revival come. Amen. Yeah. And uh, already our our church here, uh, you know, the building is packed. We can't really get any more people in here. But our heart is for the church in Yorkshire to get on fire again. Amen. You know, Bradford used to be a wonderful place for evangelists to pass through in the early days. Um, One of the great stories that I always love about Bradford is that um, Lillian's mum told me about this uh, this story that when she was young, it was um, the George Jeffreys era, Mm. and George was uh, holding some. Some meetings in one of the big churches in Bradford, and there was a very, a famous sort of cripple man that used to sit on the streets and beg. Everybody knew who he was. And this one evening, uh, this cripple man came into the meeting. Was sitting right in front of George Jeffrey's crowded church, and um, George was preaching away. And suddenly, everybody just heard the cracking of bones coming together. Gosh, what? As, as a, like an explosion. Jesus. As this man jumped up and uh, was healed in the name of Jesus, the Lord touched him. <laughs> no one even prayed over him. The Lord raised him up. And obviously, a sign miracle in Bradford. And so, um, those kind of stories uh, linger with us. Because what God did then, He can do now. Amen. Amen. And so, that excites us also that we believe that uh, God is going to revisit Hallelujah. the United Kingdom. The UK has done so much yes. to spread the Gospel throughout the world. Yes. And um, the least we can do is to come back as, uh, from Africa. The fruit. <laughs> the fruit. <laughs> uh, Livingston and all those great missionaries. and. Um, one of my great favorite men in the, was uh, William F.P. Burton. Lillian's father was involved with him for, in the Congo for 30 years. And what a man of God. true apostles that came out in those early years from Great Britain. Mm. And we're glad to see now people from the Congo and Nigeria coming back. And many Christians coming to bring uh, uh, life back into the church in the mm-hmm. UK. Oh. so are we excited? Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> <Very> <laughs> <much>. <laughs> and you're talking about having a prayer meeting here. Yes. A that that what you that stirring that you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. Encourage us in prayer. That that's the foundation, isn't it? Yeah. That's your that's, that's, using, that's what opens the door. Yeah. That's, what, that's what takes Absolutely. us there, isn't it?
3: Absolutely. Um, you know, mm-hmm. we are encouraging people to get into real intercession and prayer. Um, we have a meeting at uh, uh, lunchtime every day and, and then Wednesday evenings we inter- in intercession, but we're teaching people to intercede and pray. Um, one of the, the issues is that people tend to pray when they're in trouble, but it's 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 the wrong way around. You pray to avoid trouble. <laughs> so you, you you get to a place in intercession where you are um, anticipating the heart of God. That is what oh, intercession good. and prayer is. Mm. That you you start to intercede and you pick up on what God wants. Mm-hmm. In uh, in the nation, and especially for Bradford and Yorkshire, we're believing at all the churches. Must get on fire again. So we pray for a revival in the churches, not our just our church. And um, that intercession and prayer, uh, we start to birth that in our church that folks will not just pray because you're in trouble, but because you're going to uh, bring revival to a nation that needs uh, a coming back to the I Lord. Need- the, the nation does. Yeah. The UK needs that. And so um, that is what... We feel really burdened in our heart to do, to pray uh, and pray and pray and birth that in the hearts of people. Yeah, so that is, uh, we believe, one of uh, the things that we are, are, are stressing now is to get people to pray, uh, intercede, because it's, it's, um, it's, we read, read, read about the intercessors in the scriptures. Abraham, you know, interceded for um, for for lot and uh, uh, you know called on God to intervene, and so we are doing the same. We are standing here. We believe with the heart of God for the nation, mm-hmm. for Bradford, for Yorkshire. And we're saying, Lord, use us to break through uh, the strongholds yeah. and uh, to bring the power of God back into the nation, mm-hmm. to bring the, the power of God back into the church. Yeah, so we can see the signs and wonders, miracles and. Most of all that, souls will be saved.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and Lil, I, I don't know, maybe someone's watching there, and I feel so many people feel like, Well, you know, you've got a spiritual heritage, you know, my little prayer is not going to do much, is it? I feel Satan is hamstrung so many people's gifting yeah. and lying to us about how much our prayers can do. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Prayer is so essential, and we have to make time for prayer. And prayer is a two-way conversation. So when we're praying, we must expect an answer from the Lord. I, I just want to say to someone that's listening today, you know, I mentioned earlier that we came in 2013. We thought we were having a holiday. But if you look back on your life, you will see that God caused you to take steps towards your future. You can see that he knows the end from the beginning. He has a plan for your life. Your life doesn't just happen. And as as you look back, especially when you get to our age, you begin to link up the happenings of your life. And so to anybody out there that's saying, I don't know what to do with my life, I want you to know God knows what to do with your life. And if you'll get into prayer, He will begin to talk to you and you will actually find that He's been leading you all along. He will lead you, He will go before you, He will instruct you. The secret is, like Psalm 91 says, we have to live in the secret place because it's there that we find the secrets of God. And, and so, what we found with, with uh, Abe and I, although it seemed like a suddenly like a surprise, as we look back, we found that actually God had been bringing us to England and back. We had been doing some, some conferences here, and we never stopped to say, Why is God taking us to England? We just thought, Well, it's just because mum and dad retired here for a while, then they went back to South Africa and uh, and and stayed with us and we were able to look after them in their old age but but god is directing your steps you know abraham he he was elderly moses was 80 years old so it's it's not time to sit back and say i'm done no you know my grandma wigglesworth um she lived to be 102 years old now this is uh, Grandpa Wigglesworth's uh, eldest son, Seth, he married uh, his his wife, who was my grandma. Uh, she lived to be 102, well, when she turned to be 100, the queen sent her a telegram, all the, the cameras were there, and they, they asked her, they said, Mrs. Wigglesworth, what do you do all day? And she said, I pray for my children and for my grandchildren who are on the mission field. So no matter how old you are, I I want to say to parents, to grandparents, uh, to to pastors and missionaries, you never retired from the presence of God. Mm. Get on your knees and pray, because your prayers can turn the world right side up. Your prayers can make a difference to somebody in another country. You know, the the story is in, in Africa, um, they uh, there were some missionaries and and they were in, in great danger one day in a forest. And uh, they were trying to walk through the forest and there was great danger there um, as, as they were about to be attacked. But in England at that time, there was a prayer meeting happening. There were 12 people in the prayer meeting and they were led and felt led of the Holy Spirit, to pray for the missionaries in Congo. And they were praying for Congo. At that time, the, the, these missionaries, uh, they were in danger of, of uh, you know, cab, cannibalism and things like that. They were aware of 12 angels that came and, and surrounded them and saved them. And so when those missionaries came back to England, they met these people and they compared notes and, and they found at that very time, on that very day, when there were 12 people, 12 angels were sent to, to the Congo to rescue them. So never think a prayer meeting is too small. Two or three gathered together in my name, Jesus said that I am there in their midst, but you know, even you and God are a majority. So I can only say to you, keep praying, keep on your knees, make time for prayer, get up early and pray for your families, Pray for your loved ones. Call them by name because these are days of revival and revival is going to break out in your life, in your family, in your church. We decree and declare that over you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I'm
0: so inspired. I'm so touched because that's our heart as well for the UK. The Lord has told us as a ministry to stay in the land from Jeremiah. But, even before Dan said, uh, when he said Smith Wigglesworth and, and how you have a legacy, Smith Wigglesworth started as a children's church teacher. Yeah, right. he, yeah. you showed me Abe right out there how he came with his donkey, isn't it? Is right. And to go and pick up all the children in the area here. He was a simple man who brought the children. If you feel simple, if you're feeling unworthy, God is doing something in your heart, stirring you to start praying. Even though you are feeling... How can you use me, Lord? He used someone like Smith Wigglesworth. And look at all these years later. We're sitting with um, a woman and a man with such a legacy. And we're trusting the Lord for a mighty move here in your nation, in this nation, in the name of Jesus. So we're just going to ask you to pray. Uh, right now both of you if you don't mind because i feel there's such an anointing right now for us to pray for the nations yeah. and for this nation i pray that you will just open your hands and receive this prayer over your yeah. life over your nation and over this nation in the name of jesus Amen. so if you would mind just praying yeah. and uh, we'll just lift it up to the lord Amen.
3: Yeah. Amen. father we just thank you that we can pray in the name of jesus we can come to you lord in confidence asking you to intervene in this nation's destiny thank you lord that uh, you've called us to the uk for such a time as this and in our prayer we want to ask you lord to touch the younger generation it's this young generation that is rising up that can also make a difference in this nation and so lord we ask you in jesus name to bring revival into the schools, into the primary schools, the high schools, into the universities, and raise up young men and women, uh, pouring out your giftings, your prophetic giftings, and your evangelistic giftings and pastoral giftings on this nation again. Call young men and women into ministry, into take their place uh, at this time uh, in this generation. So Lord, we pray for that today in Jesus' name, that revival will come, but that you will raise up a young generation that's on fire for you, that know your call. And uh, Lord Jesus, you even said, pray the Lord of the harvest to send forth laborers. And that is what we pray today, that laborers will come, young men and women, even elderly people playing their part in prayer and raising up a generation through prayer Uh, we pray this in the name of Jesus today. And so, Lord, we are, are expecting, we are expecting a great revival, oh Father, that will hit this nation from coast to coast, that will hit the United Kingdom, Scotland, Wales, Ireland, England. Oh, Lord, let it happen. Mightily we pray in Jesus' name. Every church on fire again to lift up the name of Jesus and bringing this end time harvest. We thank you for this, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, Amen.
2: Father, we just bring you to remembrance of a prophetic word that was released by Smith Wigglesworth concerning the greatest revival this world has ever seen. And we believe, Lord, that these are the days. These are the days for revival across the world, a worldwide revival where the gifts of the Spirit will be poured out, where hospitals will be emptied out. And so I I pray today over all who would ever watch this program, in the name of Jesus, I release fresh fire upon you i release the fire of god may a river of living water flow from your innermost being may the word of god be empowered in your in your mouth that wherever you go you will be a carrier of revival in the name of jesus we release it upon you today amen amen amen
1: Hallelujah. praise the lord Hallelujah. praise god praise the lord if you've received that prayer, just say, Amen. Just receive it right now. Open your hands and just receive it right now. Just say, I receive this powerful anointing that we believe the Lord has released on you. You have to receive it by faith. You don't always feel it, but faith has got no feelings. Just receive it. Make it your own and say, Lord, I receive that anointing today to evangelize, to pray, to intercede, to be used by you more and more in Jesus' name. In Jesus
0: name.
1: Praise God. Amen. Wow, the time went so quickly. <laughs> but thank you so much for joining us. What a privilege, as Charlene said, and a great honor that you would be willing to give of your time and of yourselves. And uh, so we pray that your ministry would go from glory to glory and more power and more mighty miracles. So uh, as they say, we're not in the movies, but as they say in the movies, watch this space and watch this place. God's about to do something in the UK and in your life. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thank Amen. you again. Thank
0: you. Thank Amen. you for God bless you. To be with
1: you. We're going to leave you with a song called I Think Fire or Revival. So be encouraged, be blessed. Amen. And see you next week, hopefully. God willing, on Friday p.m. Amen. Bye-bye. Amen.
3: Bye-bye.
0: Lord. For you alone are worthy. You are the King of kings.
1: You are the light of the world. you come to set us free. Jesus, you are here. Lord, let your glory fall.